We are blessed to have another day in the Word of God and have that Word written down for us, even written down multiple times as Deuteronomy, double law, second law, reminds us of that this is something we need to hold before us. So we've come through, you know, uh, the laws that God has given to the people, laws that, you know, second table of the law, this is loving your neighbor as yourself, um, after the laws about God himself, the first table of the law, loving God without our heart, soul, and mind, and these loving, uh, loving our neighbors ourselves. Now we come into to Deuteronomy chapter 26 on this Tuesday, um, here's our loving response. And I find it kind of interesting that, that here's where this comes. This comes after God has already reminded us of everything he's done for us, everything he's going to continue to do for us. Um, he tells us about what uh, how we are to treat one another. Now, uh, in response to all of that, um, we have now, now, what do we do? We give the first fruits of what we have. We give a portion of what, we, what we've been given um, uh, to show that uh, in, in thanks and praise of God. So notice how the chapter starts out. The first three or four verses, the subject is all God. It reminds us again, God has done all these things. So these tithes, these offerings are not to try to get this out of God, hoping that God will be gracious to us, hoping that God will give to us. This is a response. This is after this comes following all these things that God had done for them. Um, and they're going to proclaim that as they give these offerings there. So that's very, very important. Um, this is not uh, this is not obligation in the sense that, wow, I hope God will love me if I do this, or I'm doing this to get God to love me. No, it's already because God does love me. Again, 1 John 4 says, why do we love God? Because he first, important word, because he first loved us. And then when, when we bring it, verse 3 says, uh, what we're supposed to say is, I declare today before the Lord your God that I'm coming to the land that the Lord swore to our fathers to give us. So God's been there before. He's given them this land. Now they've come into it. Um, and then they're to bring these to the priest. Remember, the priest is the go-between. He's the one that reminds them they can't go directly to God on their own. Someone has to make a way. Jesus is that perfect high priest who goes before us, pays the price. He offers himself as a sacrifice, and then we're able to come before God. Um, that's why you and I don't need a priest today, um, and, and the priesthood is no longer there. In fact, we're all priests. We all can come before God, and we all can bring others before God just like the priest did too. But notice what happens. There's a basket there, kind of reminds you of what we do in worship. And what's he do with it? He sets it before the altar of the Lord. That's what we do. That's more than just a formality when the acolyte comes out, takes the offerings of the people, takes the basket, um, and then bows, and then turns to the altar and places them on the altar. That's very symbolic of, of these uh, offerings and these gifts that we give. Um, and then they're to remind themselves, they're to rehearse again, they're to say again their history. This is our past. This is where God brought us. And you and I do the same thing. When we come, we bring it to the altar. We bring it there right below the cross to remind us of all that God has done for us and uh, and, and all that God has brought us through. Um, it's like third commandment says, remember the Sabbath day. There's remembering there. Um, we need to remember because we easily forget. It's kind of like with God, we go, well, God, what have you done for me lately kind of thing, especially when you're going through challenging time. No, let's remember all that God has done for us. Always go back to his mercies. Uh, for, the, for the mercy of God, the love of God endures forever. Let's rehearse that history uh, and remember that. And then it says, verse 12, then, then we see the results of that. This tithe, this offering that we give to God, you see what, what it does. It helps to feed those who are, who are hungry. Uh, it, it helps 
to support the Levites, the priests there, because remember, they didn't have any land. They didn't have any inheritance in that way. That's how they were supported. The sojourner, the widow, the fatherless. Um, so not only has that has those gifts from God, those offerings been a blessing to us. Now we get to turn around and offer them to others, and it gets to be a blessing to them and truly a thing that, that God wants us to do. Then we make a pledge to God, and I underlined in uh, in verses thirteen and fo and following. You know what we say we we are going to do. God, we're not going to transgress your commandments. We have not. We have not eaten of the tithe. We've offered this to set this aside to you. We have obeyed. We have done according to your command. Now, knowing as they say that that's our pledge to God, knowing that we haven't always done that. We we've, we've been unfaithful. We've sinned. We've fallen short of the glory of God. But God makes us right with himself and we continue to pledge not to make God love us but but we pledge to God that we will follow his commandments we will not eat of that um, and we will live according to the way uh, that you want us to do and and we ask God to continue to look down on us verse 15 and continue to bless us and give us his grace uh, verse 16 reminds us of what Jesus said about loving the Lord your God with all your heart with all your soul and all your mind uh, that's what the pledge of the commandments are and we pledge that to God um, and then notice 17 says, we've declared today before you, God, and there's verse 18, it ends always with the Lord has also declared to you today that you are his treasured possession. Uh, again, that's where our self-worth comes from. Our self-worth doesn't come from, from our, our, our actions or how good we've been because we haven't always been good and, uh, or, or, uh, the things that we've accomplished or, or anything like that. Fortunately before God, our he makes us worthy. He created us. We, he said, you're worth the life of my only son. That's where that self-worth comes from. And, and at the end of that chapter, God declares, de, continues to declare to them, you are my treasured position, possession. And now, where does our praise and our thanks and our honor come from? Because of that because of that great gift. So we're coming to Thanksgiving here in just a couple of days. And that's where our Thanksgiving is going to be all about. We're going to recall the past and God is, how God has blessed us. We're going, to, we're going to say with great joy, we know, God, that as you have blessed us in the past, you're going to continue to bless us. God, we pledge to be faithful to you and live a life of thanks. So it's not just Thanksgiving, it's thanks living that comes out of us because of what God has done for us in Jesus Christ. So uh, God bless you as you continue uh, to read.